Welcome to Merit Stabling Path. Hey everyone, this episode has a video component as well. This video component contains some of the work that the artist is sharing and a link for the same can be found below. Uh, also note that the video is really clunky and it has not been edited as much. So thanks for bearing with me. This will be worked on with time and thanks for your understanding and support. Yep, and now you can check out the episode. Hi Shobha, how are you? Hi Merik, I'm good. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad. Just a uh, Sunday afternoon. Uh, I was a bit busy this morning, but now it's, yeah, hopefully get things done. I have some things to get uh, like on my today. Right? Yeah, now it's evening. Yes, you're right. It's like six o'clock now. I was just, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. How's things at your end? All good, all good. Going on right now yeah. uh, because it's a Sunday. It's a sort of a relaxed day, but uh, the week begins tomorrow, and it's uh, yeah. going to be pretty hectic now. And and this is like your work week. So like, if you uh, yeah, if you mind sharing, like, what do you do for work? Like, what is that? So, uh, Merik, I I work essentially as a uh, media head. and uh, my core uh, expertise lies in media planning and strategy and i am a marketer basically and okay. i help business basically uh, i help uh, our business uh, in you know uh, targeting our consumers and mm. uh, optimizing our communication delivery okay uh, that's be the job of a media planner so a media right. planner essentially uh, studies the media consumption across hmm. multiple audience segments right and uh, we optimize the delivery of our communication and uh, obviously that's directly linked to how you know you want to help business brands grow correct correct uh, so in a nutshell that's what i do and uh, i really love the fact that you know you see people you understand uh, you know cultural uh, mm. influences on large populations yes. on small segments and it's a very interesting thing and i truly enjoy doing that merik because yep. it gives me sort of an up close view into uh, the kind of influences and uh, aspirations of people you know yes yes and uh, a lot of times you see patterns getting repeated and uh, there is a lot of psychology human yep. psychology mm. correct so people yes. living across and uh, as you know india is a very diverse country right uh, so yeah and, just uh, pause you yeah. like your uh, i not getting into much details about your company if you do want to share that's all right but i'm just saying that target audience itself is pan india is that yeah 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 you yeah. say it's pan yeah, india yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely so yeah. we uh, i can share uh you know whatever i can share definitely uh, i'll yep. share me yeah 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 uh, that's so, all mm-hmm. no worries no worries at all so basically we uh, are godrej consumer products okay right? yeah okay uh, we have a whole host of uh, household products in multiple mm. categories like uh, we are in uh, you know household categories like home yep. insecticide we have toilet soaps yep we have detergents we have uh, you know face wa- we have hand wash we have hair colors mm-hmm. so uh, if you actually look at this kind of a category spread we basically yes. target multiple segments of people you know young correct, people correct. young adults older people women yes. and mm. uh, therefore when actually you think of it that you are actually getting this opportunity to study consumer behavior across so many different segments and so many yeah that's fascinating because uh, yes essentially i am a numbers person but 
Mm. I am also someone who is supposed to be interpreting these numbers Correct. and trends. Yes. Very effectively and mm. uh, understanding the underlying, you know, principles. Motives of, and yes. Uh, yeah, motives and intent and Correct. media consumption, right? Yes, Because, yes, yes. Uh, we we still are a country uh, with multiple languages, unlike a lot of. Uh, other countries in across continents that you will find, you know, we mm. have multiple languages. So yeah, Shobha, the, uh, like what you were saying is like what quite interesting. I was thinking, like you've been a marketer. It sounds like for a long time now, and you would have had to deal with that phase, like going through from like uh, old school style of marketing, which you'd say old school, and like to newer versions, which is pretty much old now, but like social media style. But there would have been that phase where you would have to transition, and like. put emphasis towards more yeah. digital mediums right right so you know uh, i i'll tell you uh, what you what you asked me is pretty interesting you know hmm. see a lot of times when one is very young na they call it old school <laughs> and uh, one is old they'll say that this is nostalgia but the point is that the way i see it everything is new and everything is old correct it is just that there are a lot of patterns and if you hmm. know patterns and trends and how to pick up from things which have happened before yes you can actually understand a lot about these patterns i'll i'll give you an example for example when i mm. joined the media industry uh, that was the time and this i'm talking about almost uh, 1995 okay i joined media in 1995 my yep. career started then mere okay okay That was I, I was three years old. Awesome. Okay, I just sorry. <laughs> ah, okay, okay, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> right, right. Okay. So now that was the time that satellite television was just getting launched in this country. Okay, mm-hmm. and that was uh, a huge proliferation of new networks and uh, satellite television, new content and revolutionary new content because right with. the state owned uh, television uh, channel as a medium which is which used to be the large largest consumed medium at that point there was this whole concept of one channel offering all types of entertainment correct correct now when satellite television proliferated and that was the point where the concept of genre wise television started okay so hmm. then you started getting movie channels and uh, lifestyle channels etc on television and uh, that was also the time when uh, fm radio launched okay in a big way now yep. how today you cut back to so many years 20 two and a half decades mm. have passed and today we face this whole ecosystem where podcasts are growing and big and you know you have uh, all these live sessions on instagram and you have clubhouse mm. and you have uh, facebook live which is yep. again so multiple ways of interaction that have come in with the advent of social media okay correct now essentially people want to share people want to communicate and people want to connect with each other this is the baseline for all kinds of you know consumer segment in you know aspiration in a way people want to just connect mm. they want to be heard they want to be understood and this lies at the bo- at the base of you know every sort of uh, media consumption pattern some yes. content resonates something cuts through and something connects and they'll mm. be glued to it so essentially we are dealing with in media we are actually dealing with storytelling and consumption correct okay yes. so the story and rest everything is just a way of facilitating this whole exchange hmm so if you understand the population the trends and their aspiration it gives you the sort of leverage to sort of then create an effective way to reach out communicate and build connection hmm yes okay now i am also a visual artist and i have been practicing my art for uh, ever since i've been in school yep and uh, my journey uh, and my connection with colors goes back to my art classes in school i which you know i used to actually look forward to my art classes in school 
while most of the other children in the class used to look forward to art classes so that they could bunk and do some kind of mischief and plan some little mm. tricks during the class right yep because uh, for a lot of lot of people they used to get bored and they used to just draw those mandatory mountains and a sun rising between <laughs> those mountains the few fluffy clouds and that was about it yeah i also figured later on in life that a lot of people also found it very daunting you know that they could not draw well correct okay now this not able to draw well is something which is at the core of actually i find a lot of things that are actually dictated to us by you know in terms of societal norms so yep. so when you say i can't draw well i cannot draw beautifully so i am not going to draw i am not going to paint and then of course the pressure of growing up and so many different subjects to learn getting into college and somewhere art actually gets you know buried deep yes so in my case art continued i used to write i used to sketch i used to draw forever okay and i found a lot of uh, happiness in doing that because for me the need to express is very essential that's the way i am and probably mm. that is where art played a huge role and i kept uh, you know sketching doodling drawing and creating artworks for a very long time though uh, i would say that the first 7 8 years of my media planning life were probably the craziest you know i used to literally work like 18 hour mm. days at a go and uh, i used to literally like uh, sleep till afternoon on a sunday and when i used to wake up and look at the sunlight it used to actually seem little surreal you know mm-hmm. so those were the crazy days but i guess professionally when you are immersed in building your career it happens and yep probably that's the only phase where i wouldn't have created that much art you know regularly it was very exhausting i don't think i created art at that point in yep. time but uh, later on i've been uh, pretty prolific and uh, by around 2011 2009 is the year where i first felt this whole deep realization that with all the art that i'm creating i better you know put it to some good use and start displaying stuff around because i mm. used to get a lot of feedback that my art was good okay yeah but i used to always have this question mark that uh, you know okay i've never been to an art school i've never studied art and uh, everyone was not taking it seriously you know they used to think that okay here is someone who has a corporate life she is uh, somebody's wife somebody's mother so maybe this is just a hobby and uh, there is this unique way i remember uh, i had taken my art and i had taken it uh, to a very senior gallerist you know mm. and i had uh, showed showed it to her uh, i just wanted actually to learn little more and improve upon my art because i was getting a little stuck and i'll never forget what she told me so first of all she did not know my background as a professional and she didn't know anything about me right right and she just looks at my portfolio and she tells me uh, oh you know there are a lot of housewives who actually uh, do art as a hobby so i am assuming you are also one so i didn't say anything merik okay i just kept quiet yep. i listen a lot so i just kept listening and uh, then she kept building you know whatever she was saying she continued and she said you know your art is very good but your art is uh, you don't have any specific style or anything but uh, i am assuming that as a hobby you are doing this uh, but you know what you should do is maybe uh, you should uh, get together with another uh, few housewives and you know women from your locality and uh, you should uh, maybe after a few years of practice you should do some art and craft classes or something and teach children okay so so i heard her out and i said that uh, okay uh, is there a way that uh, you think i can learn a little more 
so she said uh, but why do you want to learn you just want to there is a good profession you can just teach a lot of children and make money so that interaction so i didn't say much i just thanked her for her time and i left mary okay yep. this actually taught me a very very crucial lesson okay and uh, this is a lesson that i'll never ever forget in my life and i i am very careful about uh, you know now whenever anybody approaches me i am very very clear that i first understand who they are and what they are doing and what their aspirations are before concluding or judging anything about them you know that's something mm. that i have made a very big uh you know i have been very very careful about that after that uh, episode that i just described because it yeah. taught me that first of all one must never conclude anyone anything about anyone by just looking at them looking at their work and uh, number 2 you know you never know from what place a person approaches you right so i approached her because she was a leading gallerist and she was a very senior name in the art circle okay mm. and uh, what shocked me is a lot of times the people that we look up to you know sometimes we look at people as mm. if they were heroes you know yes and hero i am being gender agnostic okay yep. so a lot of times it also teaches us that you know they are also humans and sometimes we need to sort of step away and instead of glorifying and sort of attributing mm. too much of a hero worship to them we just need to sort of take a pause and i today i would conclude anyone based on only purely their capabilities you know and what yeah. they bring to the table so it taught me these two three lessons and i'm very uh, particular now about a not rushing and not concluding anything about anyone so i am actually grateful to her for teaching me that lesson yes but yes. Uh, you know that whole interaction uh, for of course i was a little upset and i also you know got upset that she did not even want to know what i was doing my background right which is i felt a little weird but i got over it i picked up these two lessons and i also decided to put in you know like consistent efforts at least you know i used to then set aside these in a week i used to set aside something like 2 hours you know very small mary yeah because i had a very hectic time at that work life at that point in time it used to be crazy times it continues to be crazy but uh, i have become more organized that is how i would put it so what used to be like 2 hours a day slowly became sort of uh, so shobha yeah that this whole story and this interaction with this lady like and like you know you think like that it's a one off instance but you don't realize like how much we carry that experience forward and like how it is applicable like you would never think that would like still have like an implication now today right like in what you do and like how you carry yourself forward and how you interact with other people but also that brought me to like for me like as you said you shouldn't judge someone like by just looking but like for my first came across your profile i would just say yeah, okay so nft artist i don't know much i don't know anything much about you like you just say yeah, like okay uh, shobha is putting out some nft art over there like but now when you started speaking about your background as a marketer like that like really like open my eyes like okay yeah you have all this experience and all this knowledge as a marketer as well and i thought like yes. yes and i thought of like uh, sticking to that this thing and i know like we were meant to discuss like on the nft side of things and all but like that side was like pretty interesting and like i myself i'm like interested in the business and marketing side of it especially when it comes to consumers and like of how different things can influence them and like and like the role that marketers play in like using that yeah and so, and sometimes marketers and like today like with clickbait and all that kind of stuff like marketers are actually taking so much of advantage of the consumer without if the consumer is not aware of like these marketing tricks as you as people would put it or tactics 
but like coming back like what do you think like the digital wave in marketing has actually done like i remember coming coming across this concept which i think it was very well put where like the digi- what has digitalization has done is like everything was bundled together and then digital versions of it is like debundling it as you pointed out like initially there was like a one uh national tv uh, like i was 3 years old then as i uh, but there was like one national t- uh, channel and like that channel was everything for you it was your movies it was your music it was all sorts of entertainment and it was your news and like sports and everything used to come through there but with this uh, like as you said as satellite came in like every all of that got debundled and then there was like a special sports channel and special movie channel and etc etc and then same thing would have happened as we say gone like from like uh, albums like on a cd where you have to buy an if you like one song you have to buy the entire album and then you're stuck with <laughs> yes. but oh, now, yes. it but now yes but now you just have like spotify or apple music and you can buy like one song and like it is just like unbundled all of that correct but but uh, yeah. see two things will happen right one is that uh digital basically has uh, got everyone to the same field you know they it's got everyone to a level playing field so mm. if you are connected uh, you could be connected to anyone anywhere across the world right and uh, there are no middlemen you want something you access a business you buy something or i'm talking of one is transaction but i'm also talking of knowledge there is so much of open source you know uh, information that's available yep. today which can yep. be uh, deployed which can be used to build something and uh, without even moving out you know anywhere right from your desktop or from your mobile so in a way it has made access easier for a lot of people which yes. otherwise would have been held very tightly as a domain uh, probably regulated filtered mm. yep. by just some powerful people okay so that's one thing the second is uh, because you have unbundling uh, from a business perspective uh, there is also multiple streams of revenue that have been created Correct. in the last few decades right so options to trade options to create business model multiple like you said just now you said that you know at least earlier if i bought a cd i would have a cd with 20 songs and mm. that would have probably costed me a fraction uh, today uh, i can have an option of buying just one song that i like but think of it the creator also gets as much opportunity to yes. create revenue correct which is also yes. an amazing thing yes. right so i guess that's the second part of it and uh, i think end of the day as cities and populations get more and more connected mm-hmm. uh, we also will continue seeing very very niche and specific offerings across all kinds of any any product any brand any format Correct. that you think of because customization is possible today to a degree mm. which used to be not possible earlier so mm. that's also a very interesting uh, part that's happening so if you if you look at uh, either yeah. you know any, how any, you know how block yeah. like have you come across any blockchain related stuff like how it is going to be like that's like the next phase where we are going to where things are getting more decentralized at the moment right. you can say like youtube is centralized and like they would censor stuff like if they think is wrong as based on their uh, internal things but like when things are decentralized like there's no way like that stuff cannot be taken down because it's on every other server given how decentralization works and but also on those lines uh, like i was going to say i completely lost my train of thought but <laughs> yeah to do with blockchain yeah with with blockchain and decentralization like ownership of digital content is like now like spread out so like nothing can actually be taken down in in some sense which could be like a good thing and a bad thing because you don't know what 
what kind of content people would be putting out hopefully all good that would be like we would expect but like that's not how things work so initially okay. they are going there's going to be like a kind of like once all this is actually up and running like there would be like a kind of a phase where the community itself would have to stand like against content which doesn't need to be existing on the blockchain and then they would have to build barriers Correct. from there See, yeah simple no? if it is decentralized yep anyway then the community has a far larger role to play right yes but uh, have you in come across of... like blockchain uh, in the uh, like blockchain applications in the real estate business now you can there are ways where you can own property like a fraction of a property because it is tokenized correct but yeah. uh, i have never done that i have heard about it of course like yes. decentral land etc right oh no 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 i'm talking about real uh, property like there is a i i, I should have had that name no, like no, running it's not something i yeah. heard of yeah so there is uh, i think it's like a big chain of uh, hotels or resorts or something like that in india itself where they're doing it on the blockchain and like you can own a fraction of an uh, house or something there and also i think they are working on other ways like if you own a certain percentage of that flat, like a greater percentage then you are able to visit like it's more like a resort scheme where you are able to visit like most many of their resorts throughout like you can say like something similar to what club mahindra has sort of a thing but everything on the block so holiday share you mean yeah but this is more like property owned yeah it's they're, they're putting like a really different twist to it instead of the holiday share where you're owning the property and you can go there, but it's more like a resort property where you and then you can more like a leisure property and then you can go there because you have certain tokens of that company but that's what they are working towards okay okay no yeah. no not that i am aware of at least yeah but quite interesting of how they are using that uh, like yeah applying the same blockchain thing to like take over that correct 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 okay sounds interesting for sure yeah. i will have to figure this out <laughs> i don't know you think uh, you think that would be something that people would like a uh, flock towards i am not no well versed with uh, real estate to be um, very honest yep so i wouldn't really know Come i i'm yeah. just that's all yeah forward to you know how uh, blockchain and uh, all the you know products and services which are linked first of all i think the main roadblock right now hmm. is about legalizing things right correct so how that that's going to be interesting that space is going to be interesting because when i am on the nft side as an yep. nft artist what i get to hear and what i get to watch and read i can sense that excitement and that confidence across Correct. that ecosystem and everyone seems to be very positive about it hmm. uh, i also told that there are uh, you know small fragments of populations across the globe where this currency is being accepted as a legal tender okay. yes i'll just highlight that yeah sorry to interrupt but yeah yes, el salvador yeah el salvador and el salvador the it's uh, bitcoin is legal tender so you can go into a mcdonalds or a starbucks and use bitcoin to purchase whatever you have to sorry to interrupt shiva okay okay yeah el salvador no, is the country yeah i guess uh... this whole piece about utility that people are talking about right now mm-hmm. i think the real play will set in once you know these utilities become you know sort of real in real world yep and uh, they start making sense and right now even if we take the number of people in a country like ours who are actively into trading crypto mm-hmm. i guess the numbers are still pretty small right yes so it's first of all that number is small the second is if you think of the people who are into nfts right hmm. nft itself is a very recent phenomena as far as india yes. is concerned so the people who are getting into the nft space that number while it is growing it is still a smaller number relatively 
yeah. as compared to the overall population of this mm -hmm. country right and then if we think of utilities coming up and the market getting more complex and more products and services in that segment i guess it's going to take a little while though what i am told is in the nft space three months is like the equivalent of a full year yes correct so i guess things are going to change pretty sooner than we think yep yep looks like that yeah especially like from like what kind of direction nfts are taken because like yeah basically expanding it's like non fungible token that non fungible part being like the major factor and like the application of non fungible items is like uh, yeah it is it could be across the multiple industries we are just seeing it in terms of art but it's going to take over music really soon and uh, also yeah. like then people could start creating uh like different kind of stuff that they want to be like non fungible like you know there are like uh, i i know there's like wine companies that are selling nf like an nft so that you can then you get the wine itself there is coffee companies that are doing it and like multiple other things but uh, also i i feel like uh I, I, but but in terms of like cryptocurrency or like yeah cryptocurrency on a larger scale i see like lots of like the governments are already working on their own sort of way to like action it and to have their own sort of token because they see that like it's like it just makes transactions of like money flow way easier compared to like traditional forms like that what we have today and like and yeah. having record and also like cuz you like bringing that concept of stable coins which doesn't fluctuate and it just stays where it is but it just makes it easier like if for a trader as well they can just transfer their gains instead of transferring it to a bank account they can just transfer it to a stable coin and hold it there so that that is not going to fluctuate and then bit the price of bitcoin could go up and down but their stable coin can stay there so when they can transfer gains and then when they want to go get back into the market they can go back with the stable coins but also i came across another interesting thing about stable coins that it can be programmed so then this can be programmable money so what could happen like say for an instance like say a government gives out incentive like say there was like a covid relief but this like but the money that the government is going to give per person is only going to be used for covid medication they could program it within the money itself so like you would get the money but you're not allowed you won't be able to use it other than buying medication got it got it yeah so then the so application of programmable money it. is going to be like crazy okay okay so basically you can't misuse it yes okay, and can okay. be easily can tracked be track. it can easily be tracked yeah. as well yes that yeah. that is another so, yeah like a problem with it is like yeah. uh, like the government will be able to track like whatever we are doing so privacy would become a big issue but then you, it's like what is the counter to that is like people having like these it's like i give my uh, kid some money for candy yeah. and the poor kid has to have candy right yeah yeah he can't he can't go and uh, buy pokemon cards with it <laughs> yeah oh my he god he only has to buy so candy bad. yeah so, so that yeah. takes away independence na no? basically yeah that takes away independence that i mean that is like how it could be programmed for use and take away independence but also it could be just like general money that is issued and general people but at the same time it, uh, it because everything is on the blockchain it like everyone can see what everyone else is doing like if i know like shobha's wallet address like i should i might i would be able to log in and see what all transactions shobha's right. done so, so like so like living in a glass house yes exactly So yeah, we were. We, so, so that's what governments. What they are trying to do is whether to make it at a retail level or a wholesale level. So, like at the retail level, they could still have like a general. Say, for example, if you go with India, at the retail level, we'll still have the INR. But at the wholesale level, the, the wholesale level being like RBI is interacting with uh, HDFC, SBI, and they're having all their internal trades of balancing of accounts. and banks within themselves have their balancing of accounts and there they could make it use a digital token which would make things way efficient so they are working on like that so that's what i know like most world governments and like are working towards like these either they are there and the main i think their major 
thing that they are set back on is whether to make it a retail currency or a wholesale currency from what okay. i've been reading yeah which is quite interesting of like how it's going to be in the next few years now great okay fair yeah. enough do you i mean i know you said you were busy so do you have some more time to go over like some of your nft projects or session we as well we can do that right away just till okay ex- you yeah. want me to send the my no, link no, I, to you no no i got it open so yeah so this is your link tree like are you able to see my screen yeah 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 yes yes Yes. Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. So Absolutely. we'll go through some of these. So this is Kala Mint, yeah, and you've been like minting uh, yeah, your Kala NFT, Mint. yeah. And this is like on the Ethereum yeah. blockchain. This is on the Tezos network. Uh, this is on the Tezos network. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. it's on the Tezos network. So these are all. F- so I um, have only three words here. Yeah. and this is this was like a physical painting that you like taking a picture of uh, i yes yes so this so all my works basically all my nft is mm-hmm. i start with a physical artwork uh, i have been a physical artist uh, for a very long time so most of my works are actually physical artworks and what i do is i then digitize them i take high resolution pictures and i work on couple of apps mm. and i enhance certain you know for example in this case if you oh, take sorry. this one this yep. is basically acrylic uh, on um, paper okay mm. it's a very thick 350 gsm paper yeah and uh, there is a lot of texture in this work merik yep. and uh, what i've done is if you actually uh, play this file yes, there it's... is a little bit of animation that you can see correct and uh, there is a little bit of movement that you will see here mm. right so that's something that i've introduced with the help of an app okay nice yeah and, and i have is... uh, put up my this is a very large artwork which is actually acrylic on canvas and inspired by uh, you know mountains uh, mountain ranges the himalayan yeah. mountain ranges and uh, it take, actually speaks about the kind of serenity and the kind of silence that one experiences when one witnesses the mountains and yes if yes at the water is a little closely you will see movement you know yep you can see yes which is in sync with it is basically the whole idea of when there is a gentle breeze and how the water sway right 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 that i've tried it's a feeling of sitting and watching the waters move a little bit and yep just absorb the silence that's the artwork all about nice i'll go to some and is it uh, in your personal experience is it easy to mint on kalamint uh, is it easy to put up your artwork there yeah uh, both kalamint and wazirex uh, are you know pretty user friendly yeah okay in terms of uh, your ability to mint artworks hmm. so it's not a problem at all and this is some of your other work as well right eh? so some of it is digital like say this one and this one uh i'll open it up so yeah you can open it up this one okay yeah the tree of life so, so is this a digital version so Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so maybe this is also a physical work but oh, what okay. i've done is i play around a lot actually with uh, you know textures and colors and i just sort of uh edit out a few portions of one picture merge it with something else mm-hmm. so i keep uh, creating a lot of textures you know right and background so i sort of mix and match and i merge and i fuse things together to create Sorry. a piece very interesting yeah 
and wazir x it gets so and they have their own token so it like you price it at the wazir yeah, x yeah they have the wrx token okay interesting yeah not yeah open so foundation this is actually part of a sorry sorry you was anything in particular you want me to go back to you were saying see i don't have too many works actually created on open sea mm, yep. so there is this one work uh, which also i minted on the polygon uh, chain okay but uh, i am yet to mint on open sea i don't have too many works i just have one yep. work here yeah it is sort of uh... gas fees and stuff like that on open sea is absolutely yeah yeah it was i think the last couple of months it has been crazy you know with open sea yes yes it blocks out many people yes 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 you're right this is my genesis piece merik okay and this is the first one that i ever minted on the blockchain so it's always going to be very special Yep. and uh, again thanks to the gas fee i am not able to mint on uh, foundation yeah though i was fortunate enough you know in my first month being in the nft scene i was uh, fortunate to secure an invitation so that i yeah. see as a big you know yes i was just going to ask yeah it's it's you not anyone can just uh, upload their artwork to foundation right you have to be invited yeah yeah absolutely so i Very shared nice. my portfolio with them yep and i got the invitation but uh, unfortunately after that thanks to the gas fee i have not been able to put up much work yes so yes yeah i mean the ethereum network has gotten so congested yeah the gas fees have been crazy in the last few months hopefully they are, they have a two year time frame of when they are going to like where everything should be sorted i think we have one year into it hopefully everything goes well and like yeah gas fees come down to some sane levels it's been like yeah right 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 let's hope so yeah because i feel like lots of people they want to come and they want to i mean the easiest way for entry is open sea and then people see the gas fees and they'll be like why am i even doing this sort of stuff in in terms of like artists putting out work or even collectors right. are that sometimes there's like something they people want to purchase and the gas fees is like double the amount that like they're paying for the item itself correct correct so it has to make sense right yes. for both buyers and yeah artists so true yeah Thanks, Shoba. If yeah, I have I had a few more questions, but uh, we can run this some. Go ahead. I no, think you want to talk right now. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, what I, was, I wanted to touch upon some of the work that you're doing with Colors of India as well, because as I said, like yeah, if there is a new artist coming, like uh, someone who's like fair, not a new artist, but like an existing artist, but like new to the NFT scene. Uh, how does like colors of india like you, you firstly like a brief introduction on colors of india and like how does that how do y'all help like a newcomer in the scene okay uh, you had interaction with uh, both uh, ramesh and uh, oh, no ju- just angad just angad okay 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 uh, okay so uh, like i was talking yesterday mm-hmm. you know Uh, see to onboard any new artist basically there is so we have our discord channel uh, for colors of india yep. so in short colors of india is a uh, community driven project okay merik and yes. uh, the whole purpose is to empower a lot of indian and south asian artists hmm. okay and uh, right now what we are doing is we are trying to create a lot of awareness about the nft space how to do nfts how to get people onboarded in the nft space uh, how can one really go about you know learning tools techniques how can you go about doing your marketing for your own art how yes. does marketing function in the nft space in india how do you go and interact with you know what there is one gap that we observed and uh, 
lot of our indian artists while they are confident of speaking within the community and connecting uh, the real uh, there is so much of action happening you know across the globe in the nft scenario and uh, that's where uh, they are not able to sort of figure out connect and uh, have conversations and network effectively correct yes so that's also one area of focus where we want to actually onboard artists and uh, share with them a lot of information about multiple uh, you know areas where they could connect uh, spaces they could go and talk about themselves learn how to effectively market themselves because yes. that goes a long way in uh, building your own trajectory in terms of uh, how your work is basically perceived and how your work is accepted and how you make uh, connections which are going to help you further you know your yes. entire uh, network and uh, build your own reputation as an artist yep. right now yep. to start with in phase 1 uh, colors of india is looking at onboarding 1000 indian artists okay uh, as part of uh, their uh, their dao Okay. Right? That's the first phase. Now, the other thing that's also uh, happening simultaneously as we speak is uh, there is going to be this huge conference called MetaCon X, which is going mm. to happen uh, around April or uh, sometime closer to April. Yes. And uh, that will bring together all these artists uh, physically in one place. Yep. Correct. and that will be like a huge networking it will there will be awards there will be participation by artists and it's basically a big conference that's being uh, conceived at this point the third is uh, there are multiple activations you know from for which have been actually happening for the last several months okay so these okay. are knowledge set these are artist spotlights and uh, that, then yeah. there are uh, multiple mental health uh, sessions as well because yep. this is also a space where there where there is so much happening at, mm. at such a rapid pace that it is important uh, to take care of one's uh, mental health merik yep. and uh, fomo is big you know uh, any right. any space which is expanding at this kind of a pace yep and with so much of rapid you know change in uh, technology all around yes and so much to cope up that uh, you know it's not easy for artists to sort of figure out because every day there is this pressure that you see someone minting someone mm. selling big sale happening some submission deadline and you are like in this whole flurry of activity Correct. first there is excitement then there is this whole sense of novelty you want to explore and learn and yeah. then you figure out that you are spending so many hours right. just talking and listening and talking and listening that when mm. you get back drawing board you figure that oh but i have not been focusing on creating my own art and then Correct. suddenly that whole sense of impending doom kind of a scenario happens right Yes. So, how do you cope up with this? So, there are these multiple sessions uh, where uh, we have. I am an art therapist, but there are a lot of uh, you know art therapists as well uh, with mm. Colors of India, and uh, they hold these sessions where nice. people talk, they discuss, they figure out you know hacks to cope up, and uh, then there is a very supportive community which. Uh, like i was talking to you yesterday i told you yep uh, there are these uh, mentoring sessions as well where mm. you have senior artists who basically uh, not only on board but also help sort of navigate this entire nft uh, ecosystem and uh, help take step by step uh, you know actions in terms of how to progress in the space and how do you how do you want to really focus on which aspect of your art and how do you want to really build something say by the end of 3 months or by the end of 6 months and that sort of helps artists create their personal road map 
Yeah. Okay. So yeah. these are the things that uh, we do, and uh, I would uh, strongly recommend that you know you connect also with Ramesh. Surely, yes. Looking forward. He's an amazing that. guy, yeah. and uh, yeah. he has a wealth of knowledge as far as tech is concerned, DAOs and anything you name it, metaverse, and he's this hmm. whole abundant yeah. uh, yeah. storehouse of uh, information and knowledge. So. Like really yeah. interesting stuff and like how, yeah, your life. So I mean, it's maybe, by the community. Uh, think, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a good idea to. I think uh, it, you connect with uh, Ramesh. Yes, yes. Get yeah, Ramesh. Into, I'll, yeah. I'll talk to him. I can yeah, connect we, you with him. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll sure. have more of this thing. Uh, anyway, Shobha, thanks for your time. Yeah, hope to like catch up again someday. We'll. Uh, probably like discuss sure. I, i'll i i want to pick your head on the marketing sides of things someday and more get oh, to yeah, like sure. yeah and especially learn like uh, more on the as you were saying like the uh, influences that play a play a role and like people subconsciously don't realize these influences as well and like other things on those lines absolutely all right thanks so are so you much. specializing in marketing or something mary No, no. So I'm, I'm actually. Uh, uh, I studied my business management in, uh, uh, as my undergraduate, and then I did my MBA. So both, both cases, I like we had to learn so much about marketing. But at the same time, like I, I like I read like books uh, on startups and like also psychology. Like I'm really quite interested in psychology. So, yeah, that's why I have all these questions. Okay, read up about Byron Shark. you'll find it fascinating sorry about what read up about a guy called byron sharp sharp yeah okay byron b y r o n yep byron sharp and you can google and he has uh, this yep. book i forget the name of the book but it's a book with a red color cover and you'll find a pdf somewhere you know yes you i can see it how brands PDF. grow yeah so just download that pdf and you can you know put it in your mobile and read it whenever you want yes i'll i'll do that yeah so he has some good uh, theory and he has some good observations on how mm. brands grow yes uh, i'll do that thanks for the recommendation I'll, i will check that out cool cool great thanks, great yes thank okay. you thank you thanks, for making Mary. time thank yes. you so much bye bye take care bye you do you do bye bye thanks guys for tuning in see you in the next one